0: Okay, welcome back to another episode of Living Madly. I'm your host, Mad, if you didn't already know, but you should know that by now because we're five episodes in and, you know, you should just know. So, today, I'm sitting here (laughs) with the people who raised me, my mom and dad, Michelle and Jeff DeVico, two fabulous, fabulous, fabulous humans who have kind of molded me to be who I
1: am today but today is not about me it's about you so say hi Michelle hi I'm Michelle I'm Maddie's fabulous mother <laughs> <laughs> we love the word fabulous sitting next to me is uh, Jeff who kind of horned in on this at the last minute because he uh he loves this stuff
0: yeah, he's he's the BT. he's he's our uh, our hype man from from the you know
1: yeah. the sidelines. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a DJ background.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's true. He wasn't a band. He wasn't a band. <laughs> awesome. Well, today we're going to kick off with a few questions that I like to ask all my guests on the podcast because I think they're fun and it's just a good way to, for my audience to get to know who you are. Okay,
1: I am ready. Okay,
0: so where who are you where are you from and where do you live now
1: Um, I am Michelle DeVico used to be Michelle Russo uh, born in New York raised in Barnegat New Jersey graduated from Southern Regional High School go Rams (laughs) forever cheerleader Uh, now we live down in May Courthouse and that's where we raised our family
0: do you know exactly where you were born in New York
1: uh, Lawrenceville Hospital, if it's still called that.
0: Do you know what time you were born?
1: I think I was a morning baby, but I'm not sure.
0: Okay, we'll confirm later.
1: Yeah, I'll text Nanny. Let me text Nanny. Okay.
0: It's fabulous. Just because we're going to want to look all this up, because, um, you know, chart. for your charge. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Okay, great answer.
1: Um... So I guess
0: the next question, do you know your zodiac sign?
1: Oh, I'm a Taurus.
0: Oh, wow. I didn't, I didn't uh-huh. actually
1: forever loyal. Wow.
0: That is the truth. That is the truth.
1: Until you pissed me off. <laughs>
0: True. I, that's where I get that from. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. So the next question is kind of, it's funny. So if you had the opportunity That was presented to you To get on a rocket ship And go to space And be the first person Like say there was another earth in space That they found that would be You know another functioning earth Would you go on that rocket ship To start the new earth Or would you stay here on
2: earth
1: Well I do enjoy a good roller coaster (laughs) But to be the first one, I don't know if that's in my blood. Because I think I'm adventurous, but I'm not that adventurous.
0: So you're an Earth girl. I'm an Earth girl, too.
1: Plus, I'm social, so I need lots of people. I don't want to be one of five. Because if I don't like the other four, it's not going to be a good experience.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Um, A lot of my friends are Earth people. You know who's a space girl?
2: Who? Sheridan.
0: Of...
2: I know!
0: Isn't that so funny? Of course. (laughs) I ask everyone this question. Dad, would you be an Earth guy or a space guy? Jeff DeVicco. Earth or space? Jeff DeVicco.
3: Oh, space for sure. I'm adventurous, and I don't mind being by myself every now and then. Mm -hmm. So, you know what? And I don't mind fixing and doing new things and... Kind of like, you know, fixing your your faucet this morning. Yeah, I
0: had a link... Uh, I had a leak in my sink, and Dad fixed it. He's the bomb. Uh, Yeah, space guy. Yeah, we. I know some other space guys. It's fair. Graham is. I'm pretty sure Graham's Earth. Okay. I don't know though. I asked him. I asked him very casually, so I don't know if he knows the. uh... Gotcha. You know.
1: Okay. Next question. I mean, I could rethink it if they had sneakers. Like, would sneakers be an
0: option out there? Yeah, I mean, like. Yeah, I mean, like it'd be a whole nother Earth, but it'd just be like you're the pioneer,
3: right? We already know what we made did wrong on this planet. Right. On the next one, learn learn from our mistakes. Right.
0: But you'd never be able to come back here.
1: No. Out.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this question is a little bit different. It's I want to interview a lot of like sure forward-thinking people, people who don't do the typical thing, 9-5, whatever. So, what do you do
1: for money? Mm. So, we own, well, we own a business. We have a pool and spa store seasonal Mm -hmm. business, which uh, some challenges of being a business owner, but with that comes the reward. One of the rewards for us, not for every business owner, is that we get to take some time off in the winter, like come to Denver <laughs> to visit our daughter.
0: <laughs> because explain how our town works.
1: Well- oh, so we're a little seashore resort. Yeah, We are, you know, April to mid-October, late-October. It's That's our season. Obviously, the summer is the height of our season, and we just... Take care of swimming pools and spas, and we live
3: we live in southern New Jersey. All and we live in by, southern New Jersey. You're which right. Is all fishing industry and yes, and tourist industry yes, nice. Yes.
1: Which today it's 45 degrees and windy, so you have better weather here. Yeah,
0: because today we're outside and it's about 70 degrees. Does it feel like 70 degrees? Um, and the sun is shining, and we're literally recording outside because the weather's that nice. We're yeah, Denver's the bomb.
2: Um, but. <laughs>
1: But the courthouse is cute, too. <laughs> okay. Well, we had this discussion. Yeah. I mean, yes, it's a great place to raise a family, but I don't know if it's a great place to raise a family. Well, there's just We other... had a great experience. We had a great experience. Right. But there's so much more beyond... I mean, when not that Target is the get-all, do-all. However, when you have to drive 40 minutes to a Target... We are limited. Yeah.
0: Whereas we have a target six minutes away. Mm. It's crazy. Right. But that's the city. That's, it's the, that's that the city. And that is the city.
1: And the, the trade off is I can go look at the sunrise on, right, the, beach. on the
3: beach. And we can watch the sunset.
1: And we can watch on the, the sunset on, on the, the bay. bay. Which, yeah.
3: Which, you because, know, it's right. three miles one way or three miles yes. the other way.
1: Yeah.
0: It's, it's a really, really cool place. Right. It's a really cool place. And I'm grateful that we grew up there. Like, that honestly, it was paradise. And it's it's a
1: community. Like, it's our town is more of a community where people know you. You know, you'll walk down the street, oh, hey, Jeff. Oh, hey, Michelle. Yeah. Whereas I know you have friends here in your neighborhood. Yeah. But two blocks from here, you may not know anybody.
0: Right. Well, here, when you live in a city, it's about creating your own community is right. what I'm learning. So, like, it doesn't even matter where everyone lives as long as you right, get together often yes. and create space for the community to thrive right. rather than just having best friends at the coffee shop every morning. You know what I mean? Right. You really have to make an effort to find your community, whereas I feel in Courthouse, it comes to you. Y- yes, but I mean that's still fun.
1: Oh, it's great. It's all fun. I mean a shout out to my coffee, my coffee yeah, shop yeah, yeah, group. Yeah. We solved the world's problems. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um do you
0: believe in the universe, God, a higher power? Do you believe in any of that? Okay. Fun stuff? So,
1: um well we all know I do go to church. Nice. Um I do believe in God. Nice. Um a higher power what well, god is my is that my is, higher is power guys, yeah. obviously um have i always had the faith that i have today i'm i would say no mm.
2: um
1: I, as a child we did not go to church mm-hmm. um, daddy did mm.
2: Mm.
1: as a young adult you know we got married in a church and i enjoyed that mm. because i did have a sense of i did want god to bless our marriage mm-hmm. um it wasn't until your brother jay my son um I was diagnosed with cancer mm-hmm. that that's when my faith really kicked in because you just wanted to use every vehicle possible to have your child healed do
0: you remember like the night or day like the moment that you were like I'm. I'm like. Did you start praying? Did you start having thoughts? Like, do you remember the moment that you were like, "I'm going to church." I'm. I'm sitting with this. I'm going to. You know what I mean? Do you know the question I'm asking? Like, do you remember a single moment, or it was just such
1: Um that well, whole. So experience? we would go to church. You know, on Christmas we would go to church on Easter, and I think it was. I don't remember the exact moment. Me neither. I, me
0: neither. I just remember it was like yeah. a gradual thing. I was yeah. just asking if you had a monumental moment yeah. or experience that did that. Uh, what are you grateful for? Oh. You can tell me one thing. Or a few things, whatever.
1: <laughs> so I would say the number one thing in my life is my family. Oh, no oh you're gonna cry she's crying
0: we're emotional beings i'll tell you that
1: (laughs) uh i'm i am i'm 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 grateful for my family me too me too me
0: too uh what is one thing you're
1: obsessed with right now oh okay (laughs) oh boy maybe a few things okay (laughs) so uh there are a few things i'm obsessed with um planning trips right oh. now. And it's not even that the trips have to be in the next 5 days, the next 5 weeks, the next 5 months. I'm obsessed with uh what? <laughs> Sneakers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I almost fell out my chair. I do have a sneaker obsession. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But that's not my obsession right now because right. Roadrunner Sports has not dropped any packages at our house in weeks. Yeah, that's
2: true.
1: (laughs) But I did get a coupon in the mail. (laughs) I'm obsessed with the Hallmark Channel right now because it's Christmas. That's awesome. I'm obsessed with happy endings. Oh, yes. I'm obsessed with with love, family love, 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 and happy endings. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's because it's, it's cute, it's fun, it's warm and fuzzy. It right. makes you feel good. It makes you
3: feel good. And, and they, know, and, and they never good. kiss until the
1: 59th minute. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's not too much. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But that's not saying I'm not a deep person because I am deep. No, I know. But well, just right now, Yeah. how can you not watch Hallmark? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you, What's your favorite Hallmark movie?
1: Oh, I don't (laughs) know. You know all of them. You literally
0: know all of them. All right, whatever. Okay. So we had a few people write in and ask questions that they're so intrigued about. But I want to go back real fast before we get into those. And I kind of want to talk about your childhood. Like, I want to know what your home was like growing up. I want to know how you became this little positive, this the most positive person i've ever come across. Do you know what i mean? Okay. So like what was your upbringing like? High school, all the good stuff. Just tell us. Tell us
1: everything. Um you know what? We had a i would say a simple house, small. You can tell
0: them what it was.
1: Uh we i guess it would be a modular home now, but it's it's yeah. a trailer.
0: It's fine. It's
1: fine. It's how, It was yeah. what we could afford. Um with that, my mom would always take us on an adventure every weekend. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I think that's where we get the love of travel.
0: What kind of adventures would
1: she take? Um, so being in New Jersey, we were near Long Beach Island. We would always go to the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, we would always go to New Hope. Mm. We would go to Cherry Hill Mall. We were always going into Pennsylvania. Mm went to Buffalo. My mom had this really cool MG convertible, green, which is where I also get my desire for convertibles. And we drove it to Buffalo one time, and it was just amazing. Yeah. So, so then, yeah. And school, I was a good student. Um, High school, I was a solid student, cheerleader, Um, football, basketball. I always thought I wanted to do track. (laughs) I Always thought I was a runner and I still
0: to this day think I am, but I struggle. Can you just explain to them why you're laughing about that? Because 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 tell them. Well, I'm
1: not even five feet. <laughs> My BMI is not in the right range. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we're very tiny short people. Didn't you wanna do hurdles
0: or something like
1: I that? Tried, <laughs> yeah, I tried hurdles. I did. And then when I wasn't successful, well, first it was the mile, then it was the hurdles. And then when I wasn't successful with that, I switched to the shot put and javelin.
0: Nice. Yeah. Oh, the fun stuff.
1: Yes. (laughs) I went to college, went to college, uh, graduated, worked in physical therapy. And that's, I guess it was right after Chris was born, we decided that I would become part of the pool business. Oh.
0: Yeah Because you were doing that still when I was born Yes Fabulous, yeah. interesting Um, So one of your fans <laughs> Tess Bright, shout out Tess Bright <laughs> She wants to know What makes you jump out of bed Every morning Because, okay, so if you haven't already noticed Michelle's the most positive person She's, you know, she's bubbly She's giggling right now So So, we want to know where you got that from. Like, where did you get this Uh,
1: happiness
0: from, you know?
1: So, I jump out of the bed in the morning, probably because we all have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I remember uh, listening to one of um, the Modern Happiness podcasts, and one of the questions was, what's your superpower?
2: Oh, yes.
1: So I that I thought about that and I thought about that and I thought about that and I love to talk to people.
2: Yeah.
1: I love to be social. I'm social. Mm-hmm. So I think I enjoy waking up, getting out in the world, talking to people, getting some stuff done. I work harder. Uh, <laughs> Admitting it's the first step. Uh, <laughs> I I enjoy socializing. Yeah, I do.
0: So you're an extrovert. Would you agree that it like fills you up?
1: You think? I like to be the center of attention. So, oh. and I feel like that's a recent thing where I wrote right. Is that a recent thing? No. Always, always been the center of attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that.
2: What's wrong with
3: it takes me
1: out of the limelight <laughs> well you're funny i like to be funny I, I like to i like to make people laugh yes
2: yes i like
1: to bring people up yes if you're a glass half empty person that is not going to happen yeah
0: it's not it's not and why be
1: class half empty why
0: tell us what what tell us why not to be
1: be 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 glass half full Find the something good in the day. Everybody has a bad day. Without a doubt, everybody has a bad minute, a bad hour, a bad day. But with that, there has to be something in that day, even if it was you dried your shirt and it didn't come out wrinkly this time, or you got in your car and it was full of gas rather than not, just find something good. Because if you just focus on the negative, you internalize that, mm-hmm. and you're just sad. Yeah, you're just a sad soul, which is depress is then it becomes depression.
0: Well, I always think that if you're s- sad and mopey, that sometimes it rubs off yes. on others around you, and then it's just like this whole sad fest, and right. no one. In my opinion, I don't want to be around. Right. Well, I understand there's moments for sadness. Yes. And I will I will always be there for my friends when they're having moments of sadness. Exactly. But if you're complaining 24-7...
1: Right. Because there's legitimate sadness. Right. There's real issues right. going on in the world. Yes. But because the guy cut in front of you, don't be sad about that. Just say, you know what? He has to go poop. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: bingo (laughs) okay um somebody would like to know after having three kids so i have two younger brothers chris and jay jay is 22 years old jay's 22 years old and chris is 25 yes Mm -hmm. chris is 25 um she um Jessica wants to know how do you have nice thick hair after three kids? Oh.
1: <laughs> so shout out. <laughs> shout out to Rose. I'd like to Shut thank up. Rose Salvo At Creations. <laughs> <laughs> um obviously I think it's always somewhat related to your diet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm not a junk food eater. Right, no. And I probably use five different hair care products on my hair right now. (laughs) (laughs) All at once? Well, you know, let's go through it. Shampoo, conditioner, Mm -hmm. okay? Then there's my detangler, Uh my smoothing lotion, Mm -hmm. and then after you blow dry, Mm -hmm. then there's my little serum for my ends. Mm -hmm. But my hair definitely is not as thick as it was. My hair used to be as thick as Chris's. Yeah, Chris has some really Chris nice hair. Chris has a mane of hair.
0: Yeah, it's, it's insane, actually. Yeah.
2: It's, it's, yeah.
0: Um, also, Jessica, there's, like, a lot of fun things to do for that nowadays. Microneedling, have you ever heard of that?
1: Oh, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, on your head? On
0: your head, they're doing it for your hair now. Because when, cause when you make a little puncture, all the blood rushes, yes. and it, like, regrows yes. everything that it started. So that's my tip. I'm just saying I'm It's a great tip Yeah So Okay Somebody would like to know the secret I'm bouncing all over Because we have a lot of few, We have a few things to get into um, Secret meatball recipe oh. Do you just have a secret ingredient That they should be incorporating In the meatball recipe Oh
2: Is there a
1: technique that gotta you use I got tell you I struggle with the meatballs Not Because I, I feel like every time I do it a little bit differently Okay but my new thing is, I put my onions, my garlic, in the f- in my food processor and get it to a slurry.
0: Oh, like a paste.
1: Yes, and then I add my egg to that, and then I take that slurry and mix it with the meat. Mm. Yeah.
0: That's well, a hot tip. And the breadcrumbs,
1: you know, and the breadcrumbs yeah, 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 and yeah, this yeah, and
0: that. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a. Michelle makes the best meatballs around. I'll tell you that. She okay, so she actually flew here from New Jersey, and she's texting me and she's saying, "Okay, well, I made some sauce, I made some gravy this weekend. Do you want any?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure. If you have room in your, if you have room, bring it. I'll take it. I'll, I'll take it." And then you know she goes, "Okay, well, I'm just bringing like a little bit." I look in my freezer last night. And there are three huge Tupperware containers, <laughs> probably five pounds each. Honestly, yeah, I was, heavy. I was it is heavy. shocked. I brought them all out, showed everyone that was over the other night. I'm like, she said she was bringing over just a little bit.
1: I... Now you can have friends for dinner. And that's what I
0: said to everyone. We're having a dinner party. So it was funny. It was funny. I'm, I'm grateful for your sauce. I just <laughs> need you to know it's the best. <laughs> Um,
1: Don't skimp on whatever you're putting in it. That's the other good tip. Oh, what do you mean? So don't buy, like, don't buy cheap cheese. Oh. Don't buy the cheapest crushed tomato. Don't... Get the quality.
0: Quality over quantity. Yes. That should be a rule for life, though.
1: Sometimes it can't
3: be,
0: though. It
1: is in my sneaker world. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, Who do you think is going to win the Bachelorette?
1: Well, first of all, it's not winning. Oh, okay. Oh, let's get okay. that straight. Okay. Okay.
2: Okay.
1: Um, I, I, frankly, I, I don't see her with any, Michelle, we're talking Michelle, we're talking yes, the current yes, season. Yes, yes. I don't really see her with any of them.
0: Did you watch the first episode when the, um, who are the two older bachelorettes that they um, went in and they yeah. did some recon? Yeah, so, yeah, Caitlin, Caitlin, Caitlin and, and
1: Tasha. Yeah.
0: What did you think about Caitlin and Tasha finding okay. that, that right. book from that right. guy so. who kind of with the first impression, he kind of looked, I mean, he kind of did okay with the first impression, but I know there, did he? I don't remember. Okay. Don't remember.
1: So here's my spin on that. That's the first time that they've ever done something like that. Okay. However, the producers have relationships with all all these bachelors. You know okay. that they, they do because it's also the it's they that's do the they and they have to constantly vet them throughout okay. the whole process. Um. Obviously, it was a red flag to a producer. Yeah. Now the producers will stir up controversy.
0: Yeah, they will
1: hands down. Yeah. But it was a red flag to a producer, and then that's why that all came to light i kind of he got he was asked to leave the first night now i kind of feel bad for the guy and stay with me on this if you've never watched the bachelor but you have a friend who has of course that friend is going to say listen don't be a jerk don't cause drama they're going to give you tips but his it was a little too in-depth it, it wasn't. It, death. it was and a see, lot the of. The problem notes. is now. The problem is like when it all first started, there was no social media. So true. And now, then there was social media, but now you can make money from social media. So there's people on there. Their agenda is just to get followers. Yeah. Hashtag Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, oh. yeah. With those two, what were their names? Were they? Oh, I forget. Remember they attention. were they were on the mat and they're like, I bet I'm up to 65,000 followers. They said that on yes, the TV they show. Were so stupid. Oh my god, Elias. So it's not it good. It's it's not, it's not good. good. It's not good.
0: What are your thoughts about social media? Was it hard raising children in the well, age you, of somebody? I'm
1: going to tell you, you guys, you guys missed the whole the, the whole thing. Yeah. Like you by the time it really became popular, you were Mature enough
0: to understand. To
1: understand and handle and even with that it was a struggle. Yeah. But if you're twelve years old, yeah. it is not the place for a twelve year old. there right. is too much on there. Yeah. It's kinda scary.
0: It, but like Jay Jay kinda hit the brunt of it when yeah. he was going through middle yeah. school and high school. Yeah. So I'm like, did you give him any advice with that? I like, don't
1: think I did. I'm a jerk. Yeah, I yeah.
0: guess he uh, he
1: didn't really right. care that much.
2: Right.
1: But I mean, you know, it, I even know adults, uh, 50-year-olds, who look at that and say, oh, she was out with blah, 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 and blah, 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 and I wasn't invited. Mm. Nobody wants to be left out. Mm-mm. But you can't also include everybody all the time, but nobody wants to be left out.
0: hmm I do know that you use social media as a tool for release. Oh.
1: Are you talking about Fireside Chat?
0: Well, I'm talking about Fireside Chats. I'm also talking about it became kind of, or I guess it wasn't Facebook that you were writing all those posts on. It was that channel that the Children's Hospital had.
1: Oh. So writing. Yes. So writing. Writing. Yes. So when Jay was sick, um, they had this great, great venue Um, it was called care pages where initially it was a tool to keep people up to date Mm. you could quickly post you know a little update about the patient and then everybody could log on Uh and see and but yes as time went on that really became an outlet for me Uh huge outlet
0: she would write these incredible posts, and then a lot of them, a lot of your friends would. Would people be able to comment yes, on this?
1: You could comment. You could. Did you have
0: a huge following with that? I
1: I, ha- I did. How yeah. do
0: you know how much? Oh, everybody in our
1: community too. I think it was like world. over three hundred people were following it. Wow. wow. And that was
0: to eleven years ago. Yes. So imagine. So she. How many posts do you think you post? Oh, it was.
1: Probably over the course of two and a half years, three years, so, but I wouldn't, in the beginning I would post every day and then it was once a week and, you know, once every couple of weeks, but so. I, I printed out everything I wrote and it's, I have two five inch binders.
0: Two five inch mm-hmm. binders. Would you turn that into a book if you could one day?
1: It's a goal. It's a goal. It's a goal. Where
0: did you get your love of writing?
1: Um, I was a reader when I was younger, and I just, I love, I do love to write. I do. Do you think
0: you write better? Like, you? I feel like you kill the typing. You can type a story, no-brainer. Like, I need to handwrite everything Oh, I'm out. a typer.
1: Uh, well, I'm a typer now, because don't you struggle with, it flows so fast your hand can't keep up?
0: Uh, I Sometimes.
1: But and But I'm a fast typer Typer. because i'm not a pecker i'm a i guess a proper typer yes yeah if you're a pecker then well, i guess i shouldn't say pecker (laughs) but you know what i mean a tapper two two fingers yeah 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 yeah
0: yeah oh my god do you think that helped you um throughout that whole process like, tell them how long... Jay, is it okay if we talk about you for a second? Mm-hmm. Like, talk about how... So, Jay was diagnosed with cancer when he was brain cancer. 11. When he was 11 years old. And it was in the stem of his brain. So, it was, like, pretty... In, it was a pretty intense surgery. I, I remember the doctor... I was so young. I remember the doctor saying, We don't know if he's going to walk, talk, talk, or be able... He, be or same. even remember you guys. Yes. And that was pretty hard to hear. Like... So do you think writing everything really helped with that whole process of just being told this insane information every single day? Like, do you think that getting it out on paper helped digest it or make you feel a certain way about it?
1: So, this is where my whole find the good in each day started, Mm. was with Jay. And... Every day is a new day, and you need to be in a good mindset every day. Mm-hmm. So, which means you have to reset. Mm-hmm. And so, writing was my reset.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Today, I'll tell people, I'll be around people who cry, mm-hmm. and they they of a loss because mm-hmm. you know they've had a loss in their family, and I'll say it's okay to cry because crying is your reset. Mm-hmm. It's like you need to vomit, mm-hmm. what, However, you know what I mean. Vomit purge your feelings, it, purge, it, purge it, out. it out, so that you can reset and start fresh. Mm. So writing did help. Writing helps. Writing helps. And then you can look back. Well, like you say, you can look back and see where you were, mm-hmm. and where you're going.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then it just gives you an extra spring of hope. Do you uh, know what
2: I
1: mean? Oh, hands down, yes. Wow, yeah. nice. Wow, nice. How did, how long was that whole process? Um, so... Oh, I guess you said it, five years? No, so Jay had to have chemo. He had, first it was the surgery. Then he had to have radiation, which was 31 treatments. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it was chemo was supposed to be 18 months, but... He's, his little body, because Jay started at, I think you, you were 112 pounds and got down to 60. 60. Mm. So, they cut chemo short mm-hmm. because his body just couldn't handle it anymore. Mm. But then he, so then he stopped chemo. We would go every three months mm-hmm. to, for... Full scans and checkups, and then it was six months, and now it's every year.
0: Oh wow! So they stopped the treatment short, mm-hmm. so one he never
2: short. one cycle short. Oh, okay, I guess that's yeah. not goal.
0: yeah. yeah. They to. Um. So, and then I remember during the radiation appointments right. that Jay, Jay is the youngest brother. I said that Jay and my dad lived pretty much up at the children's uh, b- up Ronald at the Mac- Ronald McDonald, McDonald Ronald House, House, yeah, in Philadelphia. During the week. During the week. What was that like? Being, like, knowing that those two are up there all week long and you're home taking care of the other two kids. Like, was that, what was that like for you? You know?
1: So, those two were having fun. Okay. Now, I know it wasn't a fun process and I know it wasn't, you know, best, the best scenario of hanging out in the city, but... Jeff DeVico was the frigging family hero. Nice, because he, I think, made it fun. Fun. If you how can did call you it fun. how did you make it fun, Dad?
3: Was well, the same things you guys are talking about—the glass half full thing. Every morning, got to get him up. You know, we would walk because we would walk from the um, Ronald McDonald House to to treatment. And along the way, we had to cut through a college, Penn, mm-hmm. Penn University. So as we'd walk through, we had to work on Jay's balance mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Because after having the brain surgery, you know, he was a little bit a little bit um, tipsy sometimes. Yeah. So there was like walls along the way. We would get I would make him. I wouldn't make him. He would jump up on the wall and walk the wall like it was a, a balance beam. We'd bring a ball with us. And he would bounce the ball mm-hmm. as he was doing it. Just tried to make it fun that way. And, and then after we were done treatment, we were in the city. So in Philadelphia, there was tons of activities, hockey games, baseball games, stuff like that. Jay being the oldest person at the Ronald McDonald, oldest child being treated at the Ronald McDonald house, got the luck, got very lucky because they liked him mm-hmm. there. The, the person who was in charge of the Ronald McDonald. And they always had donated um, baseball tickets so almost every day they would offer them to the little kids but if there was ever somebody that they didn't get if there was an extra set they'd say here you guys go and we would we would just drive one down and go go in to the point where jay was collecting baseballs and bringing them back to all the other kids that were there so it was cool and then we would play video games together through the day
0: that's so awesome that's so awesome i didn't know that yeah That's really fun. Okay, so the nitty-gritty, what were the other two kids at home doing? Oh. So bad. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) I had a little bit of a rough patch. (laughs) When I was going through all of this, I feel like I was 15, 16 years old.
1: It was after you were like... Sixteen, I
0: was. You six. had that kick-ass Sweet Sixteen party. Yeah, that is yeah. right. Yes. It was. Um, wait.
2: Superhero. It
0: was. No,
1: was it?
2: Superhero party.
0: The eighteen party was the P A R T Y. So yes. So my sixteenth birthday, we did a superhero-themed at our house. birthday party at our house. Everyone dressed up, of course. <laughs> We had a costume contest, and guess who won before <laughs> before I knew and loved him as much as I do today? Graham Deaver won the costume contest he because he made the most incredible costume from scratch, literally out of, like, trash. It was awesome. Yeah, he, he had—oh, my God, he's just the bomb.com. Should have known right there that I loved him. Um, but, yeah, so I was 16— I had a boyfriend that wasn't the best for me and I was rebelling hard and giving them probably the worst time. I was really, I was really bad. I apologize about it. I really, I'm really sorry. I say it. I say it every time I see him. Um, But yeah, I was stealing the car (laughs) before I had my license. It was a mess. It was a mess. What was going through your mind while you had sick child and a bitch for a daughter
1: uh what the f yeah yeah but
3: not only was she stealing a car the car was a manual transmission so she stole the car that she could put it in neutral push it out of the driveway down down the driveway to get it out into the street to start it so yeah word to the wise don't teach your daughter how to drive a manual transmission until she's Eighteen years old. (laughs) I was
1: clever. Everybody has that dark moment. You got through it. We ended on a good note, right?
3: Yeah. You gotta learn from your mistakes. You gotta learn
1: from your mistake. You learn It's not a mistake. It's not. Mistake's
3: not the right word.
1: Right. Right. It was a. It was a hurdle. Being a parent, there's hurdles all the time. And how you deal with them. Well, I mean, were we jerks as parents when we were going through it? I mean, we packed all your stuff up. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: that was a little bit of me. Sorry. It's okay. So, it was just a, it was, you know what? It was one for the books.
3: It was one.
0: <laughs> it was one for the book. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen.
3: It was epic. It was, epic. It was crazy. And in our small town, everybody, everybody knew.
0: That was the hardest part. I. That was the hardest part for me. Yeah. Because people would come, it was a really traumatic experience for me. Because, you know, I, you hate, you do things without thinking when Price. you're that young. Yeah. And you just do it to do it. And then you don't think about the repercussions that you're going to cause in the one. Like, the, you don't know. I feel like when you're young, you don't know that your actions affect others. You know what I mean? When you're 16 years old, you're invincible. Nothing matters besides your life. So when you finally disappoint your parents so much to the point where, you know, you're making them cry every night. It's really hard to come to terms It's traumatic So then when everyone in your town Is coming up to you Joking about it it just wrecks, it wrecked me. I'm not going to lie. It was like well, the worst the thing. Because my teachers even knew. And my yeah. teachers were pulling me out of class and saying, what are you doing? And that was so embarrassing because you always try to separate. I was a good student. You try to separate school life from personal life. But then it all just clustered together. And it was just a mess. It
3: was more difficult for you guys because I was working in the school at the time yeah. as well too. And, but one of my things that I was going to say about this thing we were just talking about is um, disappointment. I used to, because I worked in the school as a police officer for in the school, and the whole idea was to try to mentor some people and keep them out of trouble, change their lives, get them in the right direction. So my thing was, when you're making a decision as a, as a young, are you gonna make your parents proud mm. or are you gonna disappoint your parents? Mm. Just ask yourself that real quick. If it's a decision that you say, my parents are gonna be shit ton proud of me, then that's that's a good decision. Mm-hmm. If they're going to, if they're going to frown on it or second guess it as a parent, will, will my parents be disappointed or frown on this, then it's a bad decision. Mm-hmm. That was the easiest thing to try to teach kids that I, I thought as a, a role model in the school mm-hmm. to do. And if they stayed along that, and it's just like what you just said, I didn't realize I was disappointing yeah. at that point, but had you asked yourself that question, you yeah. know, would you change your, your mind?
1: Yeah. And um, Also, part of it was we were so public with Jay, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um, we were public with you because a lot of families hide Mm -hmm. when something isn't perfect in their world Mm -hmm. because they want to just maintain that perfection of their family. And no family's perfect. Mm -hmm. So that's why people were reaching out to you is because we were vocal
0: and I guess I mean that's just like that takes so much courage to um speak your truth like yeah. you guys were so vulnerable during that time yeah. with every with everything going yeah. on so it's just pretty inspiring like
3: but we lived in that small town we lived in that small town where it was a community and everybody knew yeah. but they like they knew about jay they knew you know and we were very um public people because Portion of it was my job. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Working as a, a police officer was in a small town. Everybody knew what we did, where we were. And we were and involved what we did. with
1: the school system. And we were involved. We were, we were involved with...
3: Yeah, and your mother was there every here. every time that something needed to be done in the school. She was part of that that yeah. thing. And with all three, you and your two brothers, all being in that same time period, we we were very public. Yeah. You know? so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Crazy times. Listen, Good times. times Good times. Good times. Yeah. Because we're here now. Yes. We're here now. And we're killing it. <laughs> um, Jocelyn, you met Jocelyn the other night. Yes. She's fabulous. Shout out to Jocelyn. <laughs> <laughs> um, She wants to know, what quality do I still have from childhood? You were
1: always a creative person spirit
0: what do you mean by that though (laughs) i feel i feel like i just remember myself always playing sports i don't remember being creative you know what i mean yeah i remember doing like theater and like the musicals but i don't remember that being like a priority like it was always my mind just remembers soccer
1: oh okay um Next time you're home, we're going to get the box that's in the garage that we've saved of all the projects. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> um, you, well, you know, it was funny. I was thinking about this the other day because I have um, all my Christmas storybooks oh. from when you guys were little. And I bring them out at Christmas time, and one of them is the Mitten by Jan Brett. Mm. And I remember mm. it was either first grade or kindergarten. I think it was first grade when you did my my personality. You you put your name in this, mm-hmm. and your favorite author was Jan, Jan Brett.
0: Brett. I still remember that. Yeah, because she had really she had really great illustrations.
1: She did have really great illustrations. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was fun. Um, but how about your creativity with all the parties we had like true you know so maybe it's just uh the the creativity of having fun Ah. and you get that from me yes because we we like to throw parties
0: yeah I I think I am very social because of you because I I think you taught me that You never know who you're talking to Oh you never know who you're talking
1: to And you
0: never know the impact you're gonna make On their life by saying Something so You never know what you're gonna Like you make them laugh they'll remember you forever And that was something that I learned from both of you Because you're both like Just kind caring compassionate humans Who genuinely care about Whoever's in front of you You make them the star of the show For the 15 minutes that you talk to them and I just remember seeing the way people. I mean, I used to go out to eat with my dad, and we wouldn't sit down and eat because he was just too busy walking around the diner saying hi to everyone because everyone was just like, "Hey Jeff, hey Jeff, what's up, Jeff? How was your day, Jeff?" You know, people loved you guys. Wow. You're celebrities.
1: We're not cele- We're not celebrities. Daddy was a police officer. I I was involved with the school. Yeah, you know, but- I because of the pool store, I could volunteer more than other parents
2: could
0: but there are parents that are involved just like you guys but I feel like don't make as big as an impact as you guys do you know what I mean I don't know I've just always you guys are the apple of my eye just always remember seeing you guys thrive in any social situation it was very inspiring it was very inspiring I was like that's cool um what was it like Raising a daughter who was involved in so many Mm -hmm. things. Like, I did soccer. I did plays. There was one day, I remember, where we did the matinee play, yet we had an Airstorm game. Or, like...
2: Cape Express.
0: We had a Cape Express game and, and then all- an Airstorm yes. game. And we went from one. I played one half in one soccer game. And then we drove like two hours. I'll never forget this. We drove. It was just me and dad. We drove two hours to another game somewhere. And we got to the Airstorm game. And Chris Anderson sat me for the entire half. Even though I showed up, he sat me because I wasn't there for the full game. And that was when the first time he said, "I," you know, I, he sat me the whole game. And the whole game, what did I do? I was cheering on the sidelines. I was cheering on the right. sidelines. I was so vocal. I was screaming for my teammates. And that was the day he looked at me and he was like, you know, if I could just shrink you and put you in my pocket as and be my little cheerleader all day, I would. And I did right. not think that that had, uh, like, I didn't realize that, but that is who I am. Yeah. I am a cheerleader for everyone, and so. But like, back to my question: What was it like being that busy, like doing something every single weekend
1: just for sports or something? But that what what would the flip side be? Just have you sit home? Like we always thought, being involved, we, we were lucky we could. It would w- yes. We were lucky we. Hey, we a, we're, we are very blessed that, that we, we could.
3: We, we could afford it. Yes, yeah. drive you around and take yeah. you where, you know, take you and your brother's doing the same kind of a thing. Yeah. But it was, you know, and it was neat. It was just seeing you cuz you seemed like you liked it and you loved it. Yeah, I did. So if you loved it and you liked it, it was it was a pleasure to watch you mm. do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So we would split up.
1: Yeah. It's what it's what you do as a parent.
2: Mm.
1: Because you know, it's funny when I'm in the coffee shop on a saturday and you see you know the six-year-old coming in with his soccer cleats and his shin pads and the parents are rolling their eyes because they're late or whatever i look at them and i say
0: what do you say
1: oh, <laughs> you can say it as well.
0: <laughs> i would give anything to go back
1: just for like one day oh, oh
0: it was fun. It was so
1: much fun. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's okay. Who are you, Oprah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's well, awesome. Yeah, you, I know it's so hard to not appreciate the minute that you're in it, but we really miss it. Yeah. But... But
3: but we're doing new things with. Oh my God! It's also fun to drink
1: can. with your kids on the weekend.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: so, so yeah.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay, so the next question, I guess, this ties in because I, you guys, have just you've done a lot. But how did you raise such a badass, empowered woman? Oh that's a hard that's a loaded question
3: oh, you've always been Did dri- you, well you've always been driven to, to do well and one of the things that your mom always said is is that she never gave you an opportunity to quit anything mm. you started it you're gonna finish it like there was days on the soccer field that oh, I yeah, remember yeah. that you didn't want to go but yeah. she would say you started it now we're gonna finish it but by the end of the season you loved it do you yeah. know what I mean? you were just having that bad day that bad moment but, you know, she had to, we had to be not a hammer, but we had to remind the, to get focused again. So, where was I going with that? I don't
1: remember now. We didn't. But you've always been driven. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we also, we were supportive. We didn't pick up the pieces for you. We made you pick up your own pieces. That is so true. We didn't do things for you to help you get ahead. Mm-mm. You got ahead on your own. Mm-hmm.
0: I remember she used to complain that all my friends' parents would do their school <gasps> projects. Don't say that. That's <laughs> <laughs> But we wouldn't do anything. But do you remember? But, well, yes. Do you remember? You used I just used to say so much about that because you're like, it's not fair. The science
1: fair is a key tool. Yes. Let your kids do their own damn projects. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I do apologize. It's the truth. It's the truth.
3: But you know what was satisfying is when you did... When you when you did succeed in something, we knew it was all you. Yeah. Yeah. So like when you did your soccer and you got your goals and you you made the team or whatever with the with the press or whatever, that was always cool because that was all you. We 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 just supplied you a ride.
1: Yeah.
3: And got you to where you know so you had the opportunity, and
1: but you did all the work. That was the cool thing. Or. When you said I want to transfer to Alabama, yeah.
3: that
2: was you.
1: That was all you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, my whole knowledge is power.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: but you've always been—you've always been independent too, and that came from, in in your own way. That's what makes me proud. Is is like you're living out here in Denver, mm-hmm. on your own, doing your own thing. You don't call me and say, "Hey, Dad, I need this." I don't know if you do that with your mom, no. but you know, I know you don't call me to do that. But you do call and chat. But the difference is is you're independent. You're doing it. You're, you are your own person. And you're surviving in this world. Mm-hmm. You know? Has it been easy? The last year and a half has not been easy for anybody. And, and we've had a discussion about that. Yeah. You know? And it was hard. I yeah. guess that's a good takeaway, though. You never made
0: life easy for me. Like, you never, like, held you held my hand but through support just verbal support you can absolutely do this you want to do it you go do it nothing's going to hold you back but you didn't make it easy for me to just walk through we weren't
1: mean no if you forgot your cleats you know we would
3: somebody else's yeah
1: or i would bring him (laughs) to (laughs) you
3: (laughs) <laughs> like when you move to Denver and you left, when you move to Denver um, and you leave all your stuff, you say, can you rent a U-Haul and bring it out? Sure, we'll drive your stuff out did for to you. We
2: do that. That was fun, though. Yeah, that but was fun. we let fun. you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we wanted to support it. Yeah.
0: I think that's what I'm most grateful for is that I did have to, if I wanted anything, I had to figure it out on my right. own. Like I. And I knew, I always knew that, you know right. what I mean? But I did make a lot of things happen for myself. Mm. And I do try to put myself in situations which are just going to make me grow even more. Right. And I think it was just always really nice knowing that if I did fall flat on my face, you two would be there to be like, that's okay. We're,
1: I think we are parent, your safety net. Yes.
2: yes.
3: And I think every parent will do that for their children. Yes. But upset. I think parents
0: nowadays hold hands way too much. So that's why I'm like having this conversation. Do you know what right. I mean? I want to inspire people because I know there's people out there who have kids and they do everything for them. But like, just be supportive. Don't make it easy. Your kid will survive no matter it's what. A ba-
1: it's, a, it's, a it's a balance. It's a balance. It's a balance. Sometimes you're doing it right, sometimes you're doing it wrong. Don't, be, don't no beat book. yourself. There's no handbook.
3: No, because every, cause, cause every kid comes with a different personality. Yes. And a different set of challenges. Yes. Yeah.
0: What keeps you up at night, Michelle DeVico?
3: Oh. Accounts receivable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I would say it would be business stuff. I would say, um we work together we share an office we are very compatible sometimes sometimes we just have different opinions on on business stuff
0: how long have you two been working together running the pool store now
3: um we've been working together since we got married so 30 years but you know i had the cop the cop job for the majority and I've been retired now almost nine full years
2: nice.
3: so for the last nine full years we've been side by side every day in the yeah. office. Prior to that you know we, we still work together because we owned the business right. prior to that and then it was my family business which she worked in which your mom worked in so it was it's been 30 years we've been married for 30 years so it might even be a little more than that on and off.
0: Do you guys enjoy being entrepreneurs? Or like what are some challenges that come with being an entrepreneur?
1: Um Yeah. We I enjoy it. The challenges are knowing we have thirty.
3: Let's say thirty.
1: We're gonna say we have thirty employees. Knowing that you're responsible for thirty families.
3: Mm.
1: That's I think that keeps you up at night. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that's my yeah. Mhm.
3: It's my biggest work.
0: Why though? Cuz it's just a lot of pressure. Because if
1: our business isn't successful, we won't have enough money to pay our employees. Right. And then they don't have a job. They need to find a new job and but we have great employees. Mm-hmm. So we care. Care. Yeah, they're more like family.
3: Yeah. Yeah. We're still able to keep it where we know the we know our employees.
2: Yeah. Like and if I don't know them, yeah, if
3: I don't know them, mommy knows them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And remember that cheerleader thing we were talking about? Yeah. She's the cheerleader in the business. Mm. So she does the fun stuff, the, you know, picks up the microphone in the middle of the day and says, you know, our hundredth sale is going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, you know, welcome to the store and all that kind of stuff. And employee of the month, employee of the week, you know, birthdays. She makes sure that everybody gets a cake. She makes... All that good stuff, but that's that's the stuff that well she's saying I don't do that, but she used to do that, <laughs> which has passed down to others to help do it now, True. so now there's oh. you know the other girls have picked up on what she used to do, and they keep that tradition alive, the camaraderie alive. Yeah, 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 so
1: um also um being an entrepreneur being a business owner, you It, you get, you get a little, uh, excited when you're successful. Like when you have a good week, you have a good month, that, which just, it's and it makes you want to continue, Mm. which makes you want to always, you always want to be relevant Mm -hmm. in the business world. You can't say, well, that's how we did it 40 years ago. You Mm -hmm. have to stay current, which means you have to always be open to learning, Mm trying new things sometimes they work sometimes they don't i brought in the duck watering cans and i am be the first to say they didn't work <laughs> <laughs> they were cute as hell but no <laughs> yeah. not, it happens it happens well, shows our heart too, avoid we'll, yeah. we'll blame that on covid <laughs> but there's
3: a lot to be an entrepreneur there's an
1: not only is it
3: you got to worry about your employees you got to worry about your own family you got to worry about the business itself and then you know your community too because mommy likes to do a lot with the you know if we have a successful year or some successful Mm -hmm. period of time where we can see that there's a little extra we can donate back and Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't realize that they just they don't you know smaller businesses it's hard there are hard times and there's when you don't have it and then there are times when you're like okay we had a great week we can go give to this benefit you know Mm -hmm. and if we and we we do and we support a lot of the benefits because the people that supported us especially when Jay was sick you know that community came together we would try to give back you know so it's not all about just making it for us but we also like to give out bonuses to our employees Mm -hmm. so that they can go and do fun things like what we're doing you know and whatnot. but there's a big responsibility and that's The hard part about being a, you know, business owner that some people don't see the backside of things, the decisions that like she, your mom has to make, you know, for employee health care, you know, do we do a employee contribution for like a 401k or something Mm like that. The bigger we get, the more, or I shouldn't say the bigger, the more money that you you make, you hopefully can turn it around to be better for the people that are working there, Mm -hmm. the family. So that they can be better off down the road. So that's a big responsibility. And it's trying to build it to that is where we want to be.
2: Right. Where I want to be. Yeah.
3: Right. Yeah.
0: I love that. That was some nice goals.
3: It, and it, it's, forever, it's forever changing. Yeah. Because of the world, is forever changing. And you got to be, you can't do it like you did it 40 years ago. Because it's social media, stuff like that, and, com- and competitors.
1: Well, and 40 years ago, it was a small small family store. And now it's a big business.
3: Yeah, we have we are considered to be professional. Yeah. In our business now instead of being just a mom and pop. pop right. You know, let mm. me go out and sell you some chlorine. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's what's your opinion on this? How do you build this? You know, from mm-hmm. we went from selling chemicals to now building pools and making people's dreams come true in their backyard. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's a major investment for people, mm-hmm. in their pools. That's their fam- That's their entertainment for their family. Mm-hmm. So you don't take it as just a sale. You're taking it as, I'm, I'm building, building you too. an opportunity to build you guys a, a lifetime of memories. Mm-hmm. And you know, and because where does everybody play in the backyard mm-hmm. if you had a pool
1: in a pool? Yeah. You know, so. Remember when we first talked about this and it was just going to be me and you?
3: Yeah. <laughs> you got
0: on a topic that I like. I love to hear the passion.
1: I love to hear the passion. Remember how he said he really wasn't going to say much? She put a
2: microphone in front of me. We're all the same person.
0: Is there anything you're struggling with at this moment?
2: Oh. I know it's a hard question.
1: So what I'm struggling with now is I'm on the, as they say, back nine of my life Mm. Mm. and I know I need to be at a certain point health wise Mm. and I just am working on fine tuning Mm. my health
0: did something inspire this recently
1: so it was um, when we were in Big Bend National Park Mm. and we were doing the trail and as I was walking out of the trail I thought I was dying (laughs) shut up really what do you mean (laughs) (laughs) you know we packed our granola bars and we packed our water and we hiked down and
3: i knew it was bad when we started going
1: down (sighs) yes
3: two hours later we're
2: gonna have to but it was
1: four mile i think that it it was a total of five miles and i you know i it said it was a moderate trail oh, yeah. but as we're first walking down there was a lady with a cane oh. so i'm like well if she can do it i got this <laughs> so we you know truck down at our great pace and we get to the window because it was the windows trail big Bend national park beautiful. absolutely beautiful we sit we enjoy our granola bar and our water and then as we're walking out I'm like oh we're going uphill and i was fine i was good and I think we had maybe three quarters of a mile to go, and I started to feel like I was going to pass out. Oh. So I said, I just have to sit for a second, and I sat for a second, felt great, stand up, totally feel like I'm going to pass out. Then I start to cry, oh. oh, then I'm thinking, how is the ranger going to get me, cause this... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I made it to a spot, I felt like I was crawling. Poor daddy. He had to go to where the car was another mile up. Oh, it was... So that's when I realized I'm really not in the best of health. And if I want to continue with this whole national park...
2: Adventure.
1: Adventure, I need to get in better health. Yeah. Just better shape. Yeah. I don't need... It's not about looking good. It really, really is about now focusing on my health. At 57... It's time. I don't
3: mind the looking good port too. No. <laughs> comes with better health.
0: Well, it's fun. So it's fun to be able to be in the shape that yes. is going to support the lifestyle you want to live. Yes. We say that all the time. We we yes. say that with modern happiness. We're so grateful for our health yes. because it allows us to go snowboarding for hours yes. every weekend. Yes. Go on these awesome hikes. See these awesome views. Like yes. a lot of people don't realize this right which is why i'm so happy you are real
1: and and where i am now is i'm around people who say oh i'll never blah 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 again i'm done with that and so a couple of years ago um i had some back pain so i went to a chiropractor and he said oh you have blah 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 you'll never be able to run again Mm -hmm. now listen i'm not fast Mm I'm a jogger, fast walker, but do I want to be able to run across the finish line? Yeah. I I do. So when he said, you'll never run again, that was devastating to me.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, since then, I did a couple 5Ks, so I...
0: I just can't believe somebody told you that. Right,
1: right. So, and it was just about, you know, you got to exercise. You got to enjoy, get, find something that you enjoy doing it's not exercise, then, but you have to be active. Yeah I still want to ski. Yeah. I don't want to be that, I'm never going to ski again. Yeah, because my skis are so cool. Well, it just limits
0: yeah. it just limits your mind yeah. when somebody speaks to you like that, and you know right. it's, I can't: I'm,
1: I want to ride my bike. You know, I want to ride my road bike. I want to ride my mountain bike. I've got such great stuff. Yeah. I want to use it. Yeah. You want to live madly? she tried white water rafting this year oh we did white water rafting yes
0: that's one of my favorite activities actually oh my
1: goodness. it's so intense it's so intense and i don't even think it was like it, we weren't intense but when it was intense it was mildly <laughs> intense but to me it was ah you know <laughs> She did it. Well, it's just chaos. So it's like, oh, yeah. Oh gosh. Gosh. And it was just two of, it was just the two of us. Oh, really? Did you have a guide with you? Yeah, well, Mr. we Grannigan. had Mike Granigan in a different ducky or whatever oh, he was in. Wait, wait, wait that, that is, is so, that's intense. If you want to, listen, don't go to marriage counseling. <laughs> if you want to test your relationship, put two of you in something that needs to be paddled and see how it ends. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> it's the truth. Because teamwork makes the dream work.
2: <laughs> okay. I just have
0: two more questions for you, okay. and then we'll wrap it up, and we'll go to Golden, and we'll do a nice little walk. Okay. Um, what is one piece of advice that you would give to your younger self? Oh. Little cheerleader Michelle. Okay. Yeah.
1: Learn about money. Wow. Make your own money. Keep track of your own money. Always be, yeah, learn about money. Be on top of it. Be on top of before it. Before it gets to be on top of you. Don't let other people handle your money. Mm. If you're married, do your bills together. Mm. If you're living together and you, yeah, learn about investing, invest earlier you know be good with money
2: yeah
1: would you say you're good with money now i'm very good with money now
0: are you investing now
1: i do invest now
0: will you tell can you give them any hot tips about investing (laughs) i have no hot tips
1: yes you do um this is so so what i what i research to invest in now is um solar Uh but i missed the boat on that that hydrogen fuel um, uh, mm-hmm. carbon recapturing. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to, because that's the future. Go ahead, babe. Well, the, the the way to Mike was passed down to me is invest in
3: things that you know about, mm-hmm. because you're going to be interested in following that, and doing the research in it to see if it's worth investing in.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: That that's the big thing. So like you like solar. You like solar energy. You have a um future son-in-law that's working in that yeah. solar industry. And, and, you know, it intrigues you yeah. and you want to see it be successful because right. it should be good for our planet. Do you know what I mean? So, that and that kind of stuff. Investment on my end. My my dad likes to invest in things that give you payback money or dividends. Hellman's. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Hellman's? Yeah. yeah. Hellman. <laughs> Hellman. 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 <laughs> yeah. My dad... Like, he likes to say, "You you put the money in there. It's like a savings account."
0: Did you have that? <laughs> no, I just every time he's at the pool store, he's yeah, like, saying. "Michelle Hellman, Hellman's going up. Just get on Hellman's. Yeah.
3: And
1: here's oh, the kidding, thing: Hellman's isn't it construction parts? It's it was nuts and bolts. Nuts yes. And bolts, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the thing that you guys are so lucky. Like back in the day, we would have to call somebody, put in an order, oh, wow. drop off a check. Be charged a fee, Mm. and you wouldn't know for three days or four days if you actually got the trade. Mm. Now, with the apps, Mm. you'll know in two seconds, Mm. and you can invest $25, you can invest $10. So, what I do is I have a certain amount of money each week that directly goes into my stock trading. Ah. portfolio t i use td ameritrade he uses Robinhood. right yes
2: mm.
1: and it's so easy and it builds so there's quickly. no excuse there's well, no excuse to be not well funny. there's so easy right it's a, even if i was thinking about it ten dollars that's what starbucks twice yeah yeah ten dollars a week that's good advice that's really but, good advice. But, but being good with money really
0: it will change your life
1: That does change. It does change your.
3: Built around. I mean, you can live simply, but every time you want something, don't you have to buy it? Yeah. So credit cards are dangerous Mm -hmm. because you can buy on credit and then you got to make it back. Mm -hmm. We've always tried to teach or I've always been taught is make sure you have it in the bank Mm -hmm. beforehand. Mm -hmm. You can still use a credit card. But make sure you can pay
1: that credit card off that next month. Pay off the full balance. That mm-hmm. we don't get do. into. Listen, you do get into those situations where your car needs six hundred dollars of work, mm-hmm. and you may not have that. So yeah, you put That's that on the do. credit card, but
3: you don't go out to dinner for the next Then you three do, weeks. you
1: you save. You don't go right. You have to give up somewhere else to pay off that debt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Know about the interest. Like really realize how much money. How money works. How much money you're wasting if you're paying interest mm. versus collecting interest. Mm. Where Hellman's mm. comes in.
3: Collecting Collect.
1: dividends or interest. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Really great advice. But I do... Keep going. I do have friends who would let their husband... Don't whisper. I know. <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> but I... <laughs> How about I'm not going to say that they're my friends. Um, I, know I know people who let their spouse handle everything, and that's never good because if the spouse goes away, you have no idea what's going on.
2: Yeah,
1: that's yeah. just never good. And and if and if one person is handling all the bills, that's unfair pressure on them.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Keeping track of it all. Mm-hmm. It, it it is a team effort.
0: It's a partnership. Yeah,
1: you know, partner. It's truly a part. When you're with somebody, you know, not everybody gets married. So, but if it's a if it's some kind of commitment, it's a partnership, mm-hmm. and you work together.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because when it's easy, it's hard.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Sometimes it's hard, even when you think it's easy. So then, when it really gets hard, you're going to throw in the towel
2: because
1: mm-hmm. it's too hard. So, speaking of partnerships.
0: Mm. Changing gears. Yes. What was your first impression of Graham Deaver? My mom has loved Graham Deaver since (laughs) she first met him, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I just feel like you've always been his biggest fan.
1: I have a soft spot for Graham (laughs) Deaver. That is fact. (laughs) And you are correct. I always have. (laughs) Not that you've had like multiple boyfriends that I have met you know a lot I didn't know or maybe you just didn't have a lot but um I've always had a soft spot for him can you tell them why do you know why i don't know i don't i
0: think he's goofy <laughs> he is a goofy goose <laughs> he's a goofy
2: goose <laughs>
0: all right last question do you believe you're living madly Oh, and I'll tell you what that means. Okay. It means living your truth, doing things you want to do and being grateful for
1: your life. Do you do you think you do that? Yeah. Hands down, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Without a doubt. Yeah. Because of the guy next to me. Oh. He's for a good egg. He's yeah, a good egg. Yeah,
0: yeah. He allows you to live madly. Well, you're both living madly. You you both created living madly, so. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> circle
0: Full circle. Wait, was I a cute baby? Oh well, you Madeline like you, first, when you, came out,
3: when you, you know the answer
1: to this you're first,
3: when first born, you look like my father.
1: All right, here's how it went down Oh so Maddie was due the first week of December, so I thought that Thanksgiving weekend on Black Friday I was gonna go into Macy's, go into labor, and get on one of their beautiful display beds and have you right then and there, and they would give me all the linens. Well, Thanksgiving came and gone, and then so did December 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th. So now I'm late. Maddie thought it was an all-inclusive in there and didn't want to come out. So we had to get induced. At this point, she was two weeks late. And if you're not familiar, babies have a coating that, did you know this? Yeah, yeah they have this coating. And as you get past your due date, that coating starts to go away. Oh. So the fluid, you know how you wash your hands or you, you're doing dishes and your hands get wrinkly? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what happened to you. Oh. So you came out the wrinklest <laughs> And I, we I loved looked like you. I like a gremlin. You looked like Pop Pop. <laughs> who looks like a gremlin (laughs) and it wasn't me it was nanny who i said isn't she the most beautiful baby in the world and nanny's like uh (laughs) but a couple days later you were you were beautiful (laughs) but so to answer the question you had a beautiful spirit on day one (laughs) (laughs) Oh, babies are gross. (laughs) I think babies are gross. No, they're not. Babies are beautiful. Yeah,
0: babies are beautiful.
1: You know what? You can never, ever, ever describe it to somebody, but it's an instant love that lasts forever.
0: Yeah, it's fun. It's
1: the weirdest thing in the world.
0: It is the weirdest thing in the
1: world. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well... (gasps)
0: Thank you so much for being my guest. So much fun. This was a pl- this was awesome. Um can you tell everyone where they can find you on Instagram? If they want to follow along. I'll Do you want them to follow along? You sure. don't have to. Am I mean, I she's @609
1: Michelle a- or Michelle422. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were Michelle DeVico. I don't I am. Think- I'm Michelle so DeVico. DeVico. Okay. Wait. Wait. I
0: am Michelle DeVico. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any wor- like words of wisdom to leave them off with? How about like how to like have the best day ever? I don't know. look for the good. What would your advice? I don't know.
1: Um, final notes. F- oh, final notes. Final notes. Um, be be you be true to yourself. Don't try and keep up. Don't try and change for somebody. Don't try and change someone.
2: Wow love it love
0: it all right well thank you for listening today we hope you have a great great day <laughs> um dad just took a picture it's a whole it's a whole moment um but yes have a, the best day ever and we will see you again Wait,
1: I have one more thing to go. say we need to end this so we can go get our christmas card picture
0: <laughs> oh that's right we're going to golden we're going to take a picture in the mountains okay have the best day ever and we'll see you next week <laughs>